Hello and welcome to the cozy seat. I'm your host, Silla. Yeah, that's a Spanish word for chair. Probably like the one you're sitting on right now. I'm going to be your host. And for the record, to start things off, I just want to give a big thanks to Ramon. He's the host of the podcast, the Foot Fetish Podcast. After listening to that podcast, I really was inspired to create my own and to kind of have the courage to be like, this is what I want to do. Like, I always wanted to like have a career involving my fetish and doing something with it. And I never had the balls to do it. So after listening to his first episode, it kind of like gave me that kick in the butt to be like, I'm doing it. So thank you. Thank you so much. Because of you, I'm now doing this. Uh, my goal is to start a business and really kind of jump into the fetish world. At the same time, I kind of want to encourage others to embrace your fetish, your kink, whatever it is you like, your fantasy, because we all deserve to be happy and we all deserve to have that fantasy, fetish, kink or whatever done to us. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a desire to be used as a human chair or human furniture, excuse me, the chair is my desire, um, I'm going to kind of try to explain it to you really quickly what it is. Now, this word I'm about to say, I have a difficult time pronouncing it or saying it, so bear with me. But fornophilia simply means the want to be used as a piece of furniture. The idea of that just turns us on. Now, obviously everyone has different preferences preferences and styles. Men and female all have different ways that they prefer to do things. Um, I'm going to list some examples. Some like heavy bondage. Some don't like it at all. Some like only acting as furniture. Or others like to be mixed in with other kinks. It could be as sexual or non-sexual as you want. Some like it to be kind and loving when others want to be detached as much as possible. People choose to practice in private and others attend or participate in performance shows. So really there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I personally like a couple of different things uh, when it comes to kind of being an object. I want to be like a woman's floor or like a woman's welcome mat. I want to be their garbage can, their toilet, their toilet paper, their sink, their towel. But my most favorite, like my, my heaviest desire, my strongest one like on the top of the list is to be her chair or her couch. Keep in mind that this niche or niche kind of spills over into other fetishes. So it's okay that you have other desires and likes. For example, I, I have a foot fetish I enjoy. I enjoy feet. I like trampoline. I like face sitting. I like getting spat on. I like, you know, so I like a whole bunch of different things. So just keep in mind that just because you like one thing, it could spread over to other things. And that's perfectly okay. It's kind of hard. And that makes it really hard to kind of explain to somebody. But there's so much different, like, things to include. And, in, like, because everyone's different. Everyone has different, you know everyone's boat floats differently I guess and I kind of want to let everyone know that don't be insecure about this who cares I know a lot of people think they're like wow like my my fetish is just too weird like who cares you don't have to explain yourself to anybody you don't have to defend yourself to anybody honestly connect with people that have kinks just so you can see that you're not alone this podcast just you listening to this podcast Let's you know that there's regular people because I'm a regular guy. Like I'm just a regular person right now trapped in my closet because it's really loud outside. I'm trying to have like the best audio, but trying to explain to you that normal people, regular folks, 
have this fetish that we don't admit or that we don't want to admit. And I'm not saying go on Facebook and tell the whole world, don't do that. You don't have to do that. If you want to do that, do it. You don't have to do it. I'm just saying embrace it, accept that it's you. And if it makes you happy, you should definitely communicate with your person why or what it is that is getting you happier, what you like or what you don't like. Now, I kind of want to give you my origin a little bit of where my kind of fetish starts started or what is my fetish because I have so many of them. And let me see how I can kick it off. Well, first of all, I'm 30 and I've always loved the idea of being sat on since I was a kid. Probably as far back as third grade is like the first like memory I have of like the fetish. And I say the fetish because I'm trying to think. I don't know which fetish it started off with exactly. I know when I was little, I enjoyed seeing like chicks sit on things. So when I was little, I remember I would get like a leaf or something when we'd come back from recess, right? And we would go back into the classroom and I would throw the leaf on the chair. If she sat next to me, I'd throw the leaf on the chair or the, or like a penny on the chair or something like that. And when she would come, she would sit on it and she would not even know. And the fact that she didn't, like, unknowingly sat on it and she was crushing it or sitting on it and didn't give a care or a fuck in the world what she was doing to this penny or leaf or paper or whatever I put under there was, like, the biggest excitement ever. I don't want to say it was a turn-on because at third grade, I don't think I was turned on by it. Like, I was more just excited by it. Like, it was just intriguing to me. I was just kind of like, wow, like, I felt good, but I didn't know really what it was. Like, I enjoyed it. And... It made, like, every day after recess, like, coming back, I want to recess to be over just so I can throw this, like, you know, piece of mulch or whatever on her chair. So, and it was really exciting, her not knowing. So, I think in the beginning, my fetish was kind of like a crush fetish, um, an unknowing crush fetish kind of thing. So, women not knowing that she's crushing something. And I've always been into butts. Like, the older I got, I started really liking butts. So, I think that's how the whole sick crush kind of became a thing, right? I liked, I always been an ass guy and I like the, I guess the power or the knowing that a woman's not accidentally squishing something and crushing something. So I think that's how my fetish first kind of really started. I kind of started seeing it sexual around sixth grade. That's when I started having other fantasies. Um, let me jump before, before discovering the other fantasies. I want to say that I grew up with one computer in the house. And at that time, I wasn't going to go online and search up, like, my fetishes. Because at the time, I didn't know how to use a computer super well. I know that, you know, I know it could track your history. And I just didn't want to do all of that. But I was always curious. Like, at that age, I was really getting curious. Like, how am I, like, I want to figure this out. So I never really got, like, too much into, like, going into porn at an early age. What I did do was, I know, like, TV shows and stuff. Growing up as a kid, there would be, like, a trample scene. Like a chick trampling someone and like a cartoon girl running over like, you know, like uh, Wonder Woman running over like Robin or something like that. And I would try to find those uh, clips like on, I don't know if it was YouTube, it was probably YouTube back then. But I would just try to look for those clips or try, try to rewatch the show, right, to kind of make it as like incognito as possible. When I really started looking up different fetishes was when I finally had my own phone. And I think that was around like kind of the MySpace time where, like, you're able to access MySpace through your phone. And that's when I was able to kind of search more. 
But at the same time, I was really still paranoid because my parents were paying for my phone. So I wasn't sure, like, if they can look at my search history or anything like that. So I was very, like, super private still. But I did have more, like, you know, my curiosity was so strong that I was kind of peeping into it and stuff like that. And I was really looking into fetish porn. And I was starting to find out, oh, trample fetish. And kind of, like, figuring out what they were. Because I really, to be honest, didn't really kind of look into other porn, like regular traditional porn. I wasn't really interested in interested in it. And to be honest, it was kind of like gross to me. Uh, not gross, but I just wasn't interested in it. I know like now I watch it, I like it, but I, I, I'll pick fetish porn over like, you know, a girl getting, a guy getting a blowjob any day video, you know? So kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I started finding out about more fetishes and I realized that my fetish kind of grew and it was really weird because I didn't know that was possible. I thought you'd like something because you like something or something. I always heard that it was, it was like a moment when you're a kid, like your hand got stepped on or something that triggered and you related it to like a sexual thing. But for me was, it's weird because like I started off with one fetish. I kind of try to understand it. And then I started like in different fetishes and it's weird because I didn't. Okay. For example, trample fetish. I like the idea of being stepped on, right? But when I started looking up trample videos, that was crazy. I started seeing, like, people get trampled. There's all types of things. Boots. There's, like, brutal trampling. I saw people with high heels getting stepped on. Kind of things like that. I even saw, like, a, a video where, like, with high heels where they were crushing, like, a puppy. And that broke my heart. So there's there's things that are really extreme and that really aren't extreme. Now, at first when I started, I didn't even think I would be interested in a girl stepping with me on heels. Now... I would like that. Now that's a big treat for me. I, w- I would love to like endure that. Now I probably don't endure it as much as like I would really want to be able to withstand, withstand that pain. But the idea of it turns me on. Now the thing with the puppy getting crushed, that I I totally couldn't support that. That's just something that has not grown on me. I didn't like it at all. That was weight. That kind of like scarred me in a sense. And that made me feel even more weird about my fetish. And kind of even more want to hide it from the world. So yeah. Different fetishes kind of led me into like recommendations. You know, you would go on something and I would just start clicking on different stuff. I would get bored of the same videos and I would just start clicking on different videos. And I think eventually it just started liking different things. And I really started to enjoy fetish fetishes and kinks. Like I'm really interested in them. I, I'm i so open to hearing people's different types of fetish and what they're into and their fantasy. Like I like learning so much about it. It's so interesting to me because like it's so hard to explain too, right? Because when you have one... You don't know how to explain it. You're like, man, I wish I can explain it to you. And everyone's so different. So everyone's story is so different. But yeah, there's, it's super, it's super interesting to me and something I really just want to keep learning about. So if you guys have fetishes that you guys have that you guys want to talk about, definitely contact me. You could go on the cozy seat at Gmail, email me and we'll, we'll get it worked out because there's so many cool things that I just want to learn about and just keep letting people know that it is okay to want to learn more. Check this out. Um, when I was getting older, I would try to figure out a way to get, like, my fantasies fulfilled. This was before I started telling, like, my girlfriends and I had the confidence to start, like, telling people. And I think at first I had a friend. Obviously, well, before I was a little older, when I was kind of, like, a teenager, I would, like, make excuses, like, to get a girl to sit on me or something like that. I wouldn't. I would lay on the couch while we were watching TV and I didn't want to move. 
And she's like, move, move, move. And I was like, no, no, no. So she would end up sitting on me. And I knew that was a way to get her to sit on me. Or the same thing when she's sitting on the couch. I would kind of sit on the floor by the couch, like with my back rested. And I would kind of slip my hand under her, like, um, shoes and stuff. So she could step on me. But when I got older, I really wanted to actually, like, at the time, I think trampling was, like, way more. I was way more, like, into it at the time. And I wanted to figure out how I, I, it wasn't that I was way more into it, but I think it was easier for me to kind of convince someone to do. So I was talking to a friend and we were trying to think of a way to make a lot of money. And I was like, hey, fetish videos, like, it's not hard to record a video and put it online and we can make money off it. So I got her to record, like, like one or two videos. And that was kind of like a really, like, dishonest way of doing it. But I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in this. I just... You know, let's just record this and put it online and let's make some fucking money. Like, that's how I was thinking. But low-key, I was really like, man, this is great. So I did get, like, that was, like, one of my first, like, actual trample videos. And it's still online right now. I think it's, like, Floorboy or something. Like, you could look up on YouTube and it's on Pornhub and everything. I'm pretty sure you can find it on some kind of things. I've seen it around before. I just don't save stuff to my computer because I'm still a little paranoid with, like my search history and stuff like that so that was my first like ex- like first real getting trampled like a trample session which was oh, fucking amazing I loved it and I wanted to do more but obviously she got talked out of it by like friends that were like yo why would you do this and you're turning people on and it was you know so she kind of got convinced out of it so we stopped there um when I was 21 I think that's when I told my first girlfriend about like my fetish um the video was like when I was 20 and then I just turned 21 like right when I did that video I had more confidence to start talking to people about it so when I I turned 21 shortly after that video was out and that's when I told my girlfriend at the time about my trample fetish for some reason I was going with trample fetish trample fetish because I thought it was easier to I thought it was easier for me to explain myself. I, I don't know why I just thought the fact that me wanting to be used as your human chair, like your human seat cushion and stuff, was like, I just thought it was way weird. I just thought it was easier to convince her to step on me. Which, when I told her she was cool with it, she thought it was a little weird, but she did it with me. And the next thing I know, you know, when I would go over, I would get a couple of trample sessions, and it was really cool. So that's just another thing, guys. Like, you have to tell people. You cannot be scared because you're passing up like some great opportunities. Like I got some really sweet opportunities for just speaking up. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a private person too. I don't like to tell everybody. Obviously, when I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, please don't tell anyone. This is like a super deep, dark secret. I haven't told anybody. So I, I did get that paranoia. But as years go went on, I slowly, I slow, I slowly started to tell more people. At least girlfriends. I don't go around telling my buddies or anything like that. But if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm going to most likely say it. And like I said earlier, it most of the time they're cool with it. Like they understand it. And because they like you and they want to please you, they'll do it. And when they end up doing it, they really start enjoying it. Like I have some great times. Like, And I don't mean to brag or anything, but it's, I had great times. Like girls like will sit on me and watch like, you know, a whole episode on Netflix like, it's, all these fantasies I really want, and it's, it's fucking great, you know? Like, so you could get it done, and you can have it done, so you just have to just be confident in yourself and explain it to them. Now, I know it's, it's, 
I'm trying to, I'm on a blank right here because I don't know if I should keep telling you about the fetishes. I don't know if I'm going to keep ranting on or not. But I want to let you know that fetishes are so broad and there's so many different things. I really like fetishes. I, I, I enjoy learning about them. I have, I said, I said it already, trampoline, um, human couch is my, or human seat is really my big, big, big one. That's one I really want to start like my Instagram page on. And really just kind of want to start doing videos on and just, you know, just being ignored while being sat on. Um, I like not really ball busting, but I like like ball squishing. I like when they kind of like put their feet and just squish my balls and kind of put it out like a cigarette, like trying to mush it up. So I like a whole bunch of different things. And really, if you do too, it's okay. And I don't want to keep rambling on. I know I'm doing this, so I'm going to just cut this short. But pretty much be yourself, embrace yourself. And appreciate your fetish. And we're going to learn how to really just... I just want to motivate you guys just to keep putting it out there. And don't be scared and embrace it. So thank you guys for listening. I know the first podcast was pretty rough. i never done this before. But I am throwing caution to the wind. I'm going to get started. I'm going to probably listen to this back and be like, Jeez, this sounds terrible. But hey, it's out there. And I'm making one step forward to living out my dream that's something I know for a fact I've always wanted to do and I'm gonna do it so thank you guys if you guys want to contact me go on the lazy seat at gmail or email me at the lazy seat sorry not the lazy seat the cozy seat scratch that the cozy seat at gmail.com and yeah email me and if please like subscribe and leave a comment and if there's anything else you want to know let me know because we're in this together i'm trying to work it out and figure it out as well and yeah let's get our fantasies fulfilled right well anyways i'm see ya and this is the cozy seat peace